Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. You got a new rum or you working with a rum company? What's going on with that? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I got my own rum. Um, uh, rum company that I, I've been drinking their stuff for a while and stuff and I've uh, been talking with them. It's been going on for a few years now, uh, working on building my own. And uh, them helping me out and putting it together and stuff like that and coming up with a blend and and all that and uh, finally did finally launched it and uh, Ridge Rum is my rum and uh, yeah I'm doing it all man and going there and and get it set and everything pulling barrels and and dumping them and putting in bottles selling making sales man going out getting in restaurants doing the works man I'm you know I'm self it's a self me team you know me and my me and my wife you know we go out and we're doing it man it's uh you know I don't have a full team behind me or anything like that it's just me and my wife and we're going out there and and, you know small town small town kind of rum you know and building it up hopefully we'll be in multiple states um you know by the end of next year or by the end of this year uh be in multiple states but right now we're just in North Carolina and uh yeah man it's awesome yeah definitely small Small town rum. That's actually a good like little pitch because there's so many small towns in the world, right? There's more small towns than big towns. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is like the this is a working man's rum, man. This is it. This is uh, you know, I I like to to sip on my rum and and everything, and you know that's not pretty common with with rums. You know, people think whiskey, bourbon. Uh, I like to introduce people to the the sipping rum, man. This is it. This is it. If you're a whiskey, bourbon connoisseur, man. And you're looking for a rum to try out, this is the rum to go to. Like it's great to drink it by itself, neat on the rocks, or you know, it elevates cocktails as well. So uh yeah, this is the the working man's high class the working man deserves high class, and this is the working man's high class rum right here, baby. There you go. You deserve to be out there as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get out there and get yourself a couple of bottles of that. And uh yeah, man, how was it going through the process of you know, doing all of that, the, you know, you said it, it took you a little bit to get it right. What was yeah. the process like? Yeah, man, it was just a, you know, tasty, taste testing, things like that, building the brand uh, itself. Uh, I had some issues with artwork for a while. So it was just like, that was a big, like, you know, problem and took time. And then it's just like little, little things and just adding up. So, um, but it was awesome. You know, I, I like the guys. Uh, Muddy River Distillery is my distillery. And, uh, you know, they make it for me and um, worked with them for a while. They're great guy, great people. So it's, you know, I'm thankful for them for helping me put this together and and uh, create my own. So, yeah, man, it's exciting. So it's a fun process. You know, it's always uh, something new for sure. Um, you know, I'm learning kind of on the job uh, while I'm doing it. So, uh, I basically fit it around where my training schedule is. Like if I'm in one part of the, the state for my training or whatever, or traveling for whatever, I, you know, I try to go into some stores or go into some liquor stores, ABC uh, stores to get it in, uh, talk to restaurants, you know, and, and do my little sales pitch and, you know, talk to them about getting it in. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's cool. It's fun. I enjoy drinking it a lot and I think other people will love it as well. So there you go, man. It helps to, be a recognizable face as well, right? It definitely, it definitely does help. Yeah, yeah. People were like, you know, and I, have to, you know, not. I mean, I'm not that huge of a recognizable face either. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I do tell them, you know, hey, I'm a local fighter. You know, I fight in the UFC, whatever. You know, 
and that helps out. But uh, Ridge Rum, once they taste it, you know, they, they taste Ridge Rum, and they uh, they kind of get it. You know, they're like, man, this is this is quality right here. So, uh, and how's the farm going along? It's going. <laughs> Lots to do. Uh, you know, uh, since we moved to North Carolina, um, you know, we kind of been just like rebuilding, and it it just takes. It's a process, man. It takes time. Um, we've been able to, we're working on pro, you know, getting cows up to, to be able to, to put a, you know, a livestock string of cows together to be able to butcher and everything like that. But, you know, we, we want high quality from, you know, our, with our meat, we want it, we want it to be, you know, right and everything. And that takes time. Um, a really grass fed, you know, from start to finish, it usually takes like two years. And that's when you have the calves coming out and you're doing it from a calf, you know, all the way up. So, um, usually takes them two years to, to get to weight and, you know, be grass fed and, and be able to butcher. We have, uh, we did some lamb though. That was cool. Um, so we had some sheep and, and, uh, butcher some lamb. And honestly, I don't think, I think I've only had lamb, maybe once or twice a few times maybe when i was a kid i don't even remember what it's supposed to take us like what it tastes like nothing uh but we got some and we ended up butchering some and uh man amazing love it yeah. it turned out great um so we raised some more up butchered those it's i mean we're excited so you know we got meat in the freezer uh we're doing some meat birds we got you know chickens and and uh the cattle's going to take a little bit longer. We did pigs. We butchered some pigs. So that was pretty cool um, to do that and experience that. Them damn things are smart and a handful to work with. That's for sure. So. Yeah, no no dull days on the farm. No. Or even in your life, your life, man, is just filled yeah. with like, you know, it's great to yeah. see. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's nonstop, uh, you know, but it's fun. We enjoy it and uh, it's definitely rewarding. March 16th, you're back in action, man, inside that cage. That's what we expect, you know. Um, what do you think of uh, uh, Jeremy Mearshart, man? He's a, he's an interesting matchup. Yeah, he's a good dude. You know, he's, he seems like a nice guy. Uh, you know, he's had a lot of fights, been around a long time. Uh, you know, he has, like I said, a lot of fights, a big record. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's a fun matchup. I'm excited about it, you know. Uh, Obviously, he likes to grapple. <laughs> Obviously, he, you know, he, yeah. but he doesn't stray away from stand up. I, I, I'm not too worried about it. I'm gonna go in there. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do me, man. I'm gonna go in there and show that that I belong here. So, uh, your last fight against Mahmoud, you know, what I mean, um, what'd you think of that? You know, what I mean, did you feel yeah. good in that fight? <laughs> uh, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a, a great fight. You know, um, I was not happy with. You know how it went, how I performed, um, and really just just some things in general. But um, after that fight, you know uh, that was my first one, eighty five. Definitely not the you know welcome party that I wanted to present at eighty five. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one's at eighty five. I'm looking forward to being back, and uh, you know I really took some time to to build and uh, kind of fit more into the weight class, get more of a feel for it too as well. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it, man. I think um, the last one was definitely – it definitely wasn't a good showing, and I'm ready to put on a great show and uh, for my fans, for myself, and uh, I know I can. 
I think, uh, you know, that was your first fight at 185. It, to me, I think you can judge your abilities at 185 with this fight coming up more than you would with the last one. Do you feel that way? Yeah. I do. I do. Uh, I think this is this is going to be the fight that's going to tell, you know, to, to show who I am, especially at 185. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to doing that. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. We've been, oh, man, we've been, I don't even know how many interviews we've done, right? So it's always yeah. great catching up and, and, you know, that's why I ask you about the farm and all that stuff because we've talked about it so many times, you know what I mean? So anyways, uh, uh, trading cap, is there any tweaks that you've made, you know what I mean, the past couple yeah. months? Yeah, actually, uh, well, more than a couple months. Um, so after the last fight, I took some time, um, kind of reevaluated some things, kind of stepped back looked at what I needed to do for myself, um, you know, what I needed to do to get better and improve. Uh, so actually, uh, I, well, I opened my own gym, uh, private gym. Um, it's the mud, it's called the mud. And, uh, so I have sessions there and I bring people in, uh, to train with. And then I've been training cross training and try, I've tried out a few different gyms, but, uh, I ended up selling, at uh, American Top Team Asheville here in North Carolina and training with some guys up there. Um, Steve Montgomery, uh, Sean Dillon, just some main guys there. Um, you know, they'll be help. They'll be going to fight week with me uh, at the mud. A big, a big person who's been at the mud helping me out is uh Kerry Miller. He's a up and coming uh, MMA guy. Um, and he's, he's awesome. All these guys are great. Um, but yeah, so I've been, you know, spending my time at, at the mud and then at ATT Asheville and it's, it's been great, man. I've been really focusing on improving. And ever since that, you know, the last fight, uh, like I said, I pulled back, I kind of just took time to just focus on improving skills and sharpening up in uh, in areas and everything and just really breaking down, uh, just my whole style and improving it and just, just being overall better better fighter you know um i think for a long time i i thought like you know i don't need you know i don't need to improve or not improve but um like change almost and i don't plan on like changing so much but uh it was honestly after my last fight um you know i i talked to him in the back and i was like man i was hoping we were going to stand and bang it out you know kind of thing uh you weren't going to wrestle so much and he's like man He's like, yeah, it, it's just business. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. And it's like weeks after that fight, that moment just like started irritating me. And like, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, he's right. He's right. You know, in a sense, he's right. You know, he, he did what he needed to do because it's business. It's not, you know, let's go in there and stand in the center and, and swing it out and see who falls. Uh, you know, it's, it's a business in the end and, you know, you need to do whatever you need to do to win, whatever that, whatever that may be. So, um, I really just took that seriously and, uh, looking at advancing and improving, obviously keeping myself, man, psh, you want to stand in the middle bang, let's bang it out. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's yeah. me. It's all, it always will be me. Um, uh, but definitely improving my game and advancing and, uh, to the point where, I'll be able to, you know, set set be in there with these guys who who are who are going to take these these risks because it is business. It's business to me, but in the end, I'm I'm there to fight. So that's what I'm going to do.
Yeah. Um, you know, it reminds me of a, a recent fight, Hanato Morcano versus Drew Dober, right? That matchup is insane on paper. And they're talking yeah. up it, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to bang it out. And then once uh, Morcano got hit, he took it to the ground and flipped it, and it wasn't the fight that a lot of people expected. I think that's yeah. kind of like what you're talking about, right? It's business. Yeah. Like when you get in there, you're not going to always get the guy that's going to – because it's a 50-50 exchange if you want to brawl it out, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just hell happens that everyone I touch, they tend to go for a shot. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I never blame them, and I never hold anything against them for it. Uh, you know, it is MMA. It's mixed martial arts. I understand that. It's my job to stop that. It's my job to get up and, you know, stop these situations and keep it where I want the fight to be. And, uh, yeah, I've been working a lot on that, and that's where it's going to be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the fight where I want it to be. How, how was it building your own facility? You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of comfortability to that, you know, I mean, especially with the family and everything. Uh, yeah, you know, I just, I found a spot. Luckily, I came across, you know, I was kind of looking for something closer to home, obviously. Um, but I originally thought we would build something on the farm, but then it was like the timeline would probably take longer. Um, and... Even still, it was like I was kind of down for a little bit after the fight. I took an eye poke in that fight pretty bad and put me down for a little bit. Um, luckily, it was just like it was just a real bad cornea scratch. Uh, so it just took time to heal. It was a good, like a good month before I was like even able to do it. But eyes <clears throat> um, good now. Everything's good. And then, you know, so I found a spot, you know, got some mats put it together and uh, started like phoning the guys, man, really uh, people that I wanted to work with people that I want to train with. I knew I was going to cross train at, and try out a bunch of gyms um, and, you know, mix in with people. And then hopefully, you know, they would come cross train at my gym too, you know, that they'd be interested in coming as well. And that did happen. You know, some guys came and, and, and cross trained, some guys didn't, you know, and as far as guys from, Jimmo that I trained at before, you know, some of them came, some of them didn't. Um, I, I, you know, I, when I told them it was, you know, more so like, I don't expect anything from anybody. So I don't expect you to come. If you want to come, you're welcome to come. You know, I would love to have you at any time. So, um, you know, people took advantage of it. Others, you know, not so much. And that's fine. I don't hold anything against them. Uh, still love those guys. Uh, but it's been great. I, like I said, I've been working a lot with uh, Kerry Miller, a guy he has been coming out from Jimmo and um, been working a lot with him. That's been awesome, you know, really helping each other and sharpening each other up. Uh, the ATT guys, they come down to the mud. They come train there, and I go up there partials of the week, and they come down partials of the week. So it's been really great mixing in with those guys. Uh, just the whole process of having my own space and everything and the whole the whole thing, it was just need, really needed. Uh it really brought me back, I guess. Um, lit a fire, man, again. Like, I just was loving training again, was loving learning, um, you know, love working with these with these guys again and, and stuff. And um, it just really changed my whole perception and how I was taking, you know, fighting and just training and everything in general and the way I was feeling about it at the time and everything and kind of getting to this point. Um, man, it just reignited it and it's definitely everything I needed and it's been great, man. And it's been awesome having great sessions in the mud and, uh, you know, at ATT. So it's been great, man. How, how do you view 2024 for yourself? Is it, 
is it a pivotal year for you? I, I know every year is a pivotal year, but do you feel like this is a little bit more pivotal for you, you know, at the age you're at and, and the division you're fighting in and in all the circumstances? Uh, you know, I, yeah, I mean, definitely. Like you said, it's, it's always a pivotal moment, especially in this sport, you know? Um, so, so definitely, but what I can control is, is just stepping forward, taking another step every day. And that's, that's really how I've been approaching this camp and everything like that. And, and I, my training and, and everything leading up to this fight is, you know, just really controlling what I can and just taking one step every day. And, uh, you know, you got to walk before you can run and really taking my time and not, not expecting more than, than I should, or, you know, or anything like that, just doing the best I can. And if it's a terrible day and I get smashed, well then awesome, you know, hell yeah, good. And, uh, you know, we advance from that by, by drilling what I need to drill and, and improving and just one step at a time. So that way, when I step in that octagon, we hit the ground running and I'm ready to, to run all, everything in there and, and put it all together. So, uh, it's definitely a pivotal moment and, uh, you know, just for me in my life, I guess too. So I'm just excited to, to go in there and, and run, run, the, run the show, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, March 16th, UFC Fight Night, Jared Mearshart, Bam Bam. It's going to be a interesting battle, man. It's going to be a very interesting battle. Brian, thank you so much for taking the time as always. And yeah, all the best coming up and hopefully a, a massive year for you at middleweight. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs>